Thank you so much for listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. Our mission, Advancing Equilibrium in the Midst of an Agitated World. This is Season 9, Episode 198. Title, Happy Thoughts. Subtitle, Thank God for His Blessed Holy Spirit. Friend, whatever frame of mind you find yourself in as you start this podcast will change for the better as you hear how the Spirit of God is at work in your life if you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. In the next few verses, I will read in Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 27, there are at least 59 references to the Holy Trinity of God at work with the power of His Holy Spirit on our behalf if we have been born again. As I read, I will point out five ways that the Holy Spirit is at work in the life of a Christian. Starting in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, because the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, since it was weakened by the flesh, God did. He condemned sin in the flesh by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh as a sin offering, in order that the law's requirement would be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on the things of the Spirit. Now the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of the Spirit is life and peace. The mindset of the flesh is hostile to God because it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it is unable to do so. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Friend, the first thing we see here is that the Holy Spirit produces in the Christian a victory over sin not available by law-keeping. We have the Spirit of life that walks according to the Spirit that willingly submits to God's law, with minds set on the things of the Spirit, which is life, peace, and pleasing to God. Picking up in verse 10, Now if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, then He who raised Christ from the dead will also bring your mortal bodies to life through His Spirit who lives in you. The second thing we see is that the Holy Spirit will actively participate in the physical resurrection of the Christian's body. The indwelling Spirit of the living God is the agency through whom we will transmogrify from a living spirit with a dead body to a living spirit with a resurrected glorified body. Picking up in 12, So then, brothers and sisters, we are not obligated to the flesh to live according to the flesh, because if you live according to the flesh, you are going to die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all those led by God's Spirit are God's sons. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Instead, you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children. And if children, also heirs, heirs of God, and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him so that we may also be glorified with Him. The third thing the Holy Spirit does is assures Christians of our positions as sons and daughters and heirs of a loving Father and co-heirs with Christ. Carrying on in verse 18, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. For the creation eagerly awaits with anticipation for God's sons to be revealed. For the creation has subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, and that speaking of the fall of man through Adam. 
in hope that the creation itself will also be set free from the bondage to decay into the glorious freedom of God's children. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together with labor pains until now. Not only that, but we ourselves who have the Spirit as the firstfruits, we also groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. Now in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is not hope, because who hopes for what he sees? Now if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with patience. The fourth thing we see, that Holy Spirit is the first fruit of God's promises to us, which is adoption, the redemption of our bodies. In Deuteronomy chapter 26, verses 1-11, through 11, it describes the giving of the first fruits offering to God, where some of the first of all the land's produce that was harvested, given to them by the Lord God, was put in a basket, given to the priest, and placed before the altar of God. The indwelling Holy Spirit in us is the very first of all the riches of God's blessings to come in heaven, which we will enjoy in a real, resurrected, glorified body. Hey folks! Death is the 900-pound gorilla in the room for each and every one of us. The richest person on the planet lives with the impending sense of imminent death. The richest lost person keeps hoping that somehow, some way, an Elon Musk-type guy will succeed in producing a scientific solution that produces immortality. That's why they are so consumed with the preservation of the earth and all its natural resources. They want to have confidence there will be food and water and natural resources to exploit in their earthbound pursuit of eternal life. But my friend, it's a pipe dream undercut by a decaying body that cannot be preserved from death. Picking up in 26, in the same way, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness because we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with inexpressible groanings, and He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Number five, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us in prayer. Isn't it fantastic to know that God is so on our side, his spirit is praying for each and every person who has been adopted into God's family intimately, specifically, and effectively. We have the guaranteed results of success according to God's will. Thank God for his blessed Holy Spirit who gives us the calm assurance that we never walk this planet alone. The Holy Spirit of God assures us that eternal life awaits us, which strengthens us to walk this precarious earthly road with patient hope. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.